Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Not sure about in your life. Uh-huh. But we have a couple of friends who, well, as much as we love them, and we do, they're amazing people, lifelong friends. They are not short phone conversation people. They're not short talkers. No, they're long talkers. Yeah. They will take an hour and a half of your time, no problem. <laughs> Even if you tell them, oh my gosh, uh, I'm so glad you called. I may not have a lot of time to talk. Oh, that's okay. I just wanted to tell you just um, real quick, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, literally, it's been an hour and a half. Are you looking at me? <laughs> Is this me you're talking about? This is why I don't pick up the phone, Greg, for anyone. Like, I'm really, I've turned into like a hermit. <laughs> and I don't want to do that because I love my friends and family dearly. Right. But it's so hard to do an hour and a half conversation like back in the day. Back in the day, I would look for anyone to talk to. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, you just had more time and more energy uh, and back I have in the none day. of that. Right. Like zero. Yeah, so I get it. Zero of both. My wife has a friend who when she sees the phone ringing and, and uh, she looks over, I go, oh, you're going to get that? She goes, I don't have two hours to spend right now on the phone with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder, or our question this morning really is to you, we're looking for advice. We're looking for a strategy. Yeah, because we don't want to be rude. We love these people Again, in our lives. Love them. Love them. You can't get them off the phone, so what do you do? Seven seven five zero nine four nine. I know, a little ironic that we're asking you to call and talk yeah. to us when we're trying to get people off the phone, theoretically. Right, right. But what's your, what's your suggestion for that? My phone is dying. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a great one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my battery's... Oh. <laughs> I'm totally stealing that. That's good. What? I mean, I can't believe we haven't thought of that. I know. But the thing is, is you can't use that every time. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. But occasionally, yeah. that's that's good. That's a good one, Kelly. That's good, Kelly. We can always Thank count you. on you. You're always the person who has the phone dying, then they know their time is limited. Mm. Your phone is always dying. Mm. I know. I spent so much time. Oh, that's true. You condition them to expect that they've got to be quick. Oh, that's very good. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 94.9 Mix FM. Okay, how do you get off the phone with somebody that you don't want to hurt? And I love being on the phone, but as the older I've gotten, it's really hard. And in the time that it takes you to sit there and type out a text, I always call people and say, I had five minutes. And so I'm in the middle of something and I had five minutes that I was just thought I'd been thinking of you and I thought I'd give you a quick call and so they're not as offended or it's pretty easy to get off the phone with the one who's just say oh my gosh it's been five minutes I gotta go but, so you, you know, start the conversation with that to kind of like set the table here's what's going to happen I can't be yeah. on the phone for long but setting the expectation yeah yeah but does it hurt the other person's feelings or do they just think you're so you're calling in between like a drive or something yeah I mean well, the thing is, is that once you start the habit of doing that on a regular basis, because I agree with you guys where the longer you go with talking to these people, you end up on the phone longer. Right. So if you just did that like every few times, um, they wouldn't get offended. And it's almost kind of like a compliment that you took that moment in your day. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. I, I like That's that. And stuff. then maybe you talk to them a little more frequently. That's good. That's a good idea. Really good. Thank you. And you can just get 
get off quickly because you've already set the precedence when you call that I only have a couple minutes. Genius. But I that I was thinking of you. So that's like a positive way, not a I got to hurry up and go. Right. Right. <laughs> and you don't have to come up with an excuse because you are. Yeah, you already did. You already yeah. told him what was going on. Oh my gosh! I do like that. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you not know? You I don't mean, like it? If so, well, I guess when somebody calls me, hey, I only have five minutes. Right. I mean, I guess that's fine. If I know they're at work and they're going to a meeting, or do you only have five minutes for me? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Well, either way, do you want the five minutes or you want to get off the phone uh, now? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Plus, my kids are screaming in the background anyway. Mom! Don't be greedy. <laughs> 94.9 Mix FM. Feeling my way through the darkness. I don't know if you saw the big prank that happened over there in Hollywood. Somehow, some jokesters switched the sign to say, Holly boob. <laughs> yeah, they used a bunch of tarps. To block out parts of the letters and create other parts. So they didn't actually change the sign permanently. Right, right, right. But well, you would be completely just arrested forever if you ruined that Hollywood oh, sign. Yes. That would be bad news. They they were charged with trespassing, but not you with, know. you know, destruction or anything. Yeah. You know, um, a little trespassing. It's you know, worth it for that prank. Kind of reminds me of all the times people sneak up on to A Mountain and change the color of the A. Do they really do that? Oh, they that? change it all the time. Because that A is huge when you go up there. You don't realize. That's a lot of paint. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. I think we need to make it like polka dot or a little zigzag. Be nice and cute. You wouldn't like a leopard print, Mary? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that could be our new big prank. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. Did you have any big pranks? Like, what was your prank that you did that you got away with that you thought was hilarious? Oh, you know, our favorite was to go in teepee houses, usually of girls that we were attracted to oh. in high school. Yeah. I don't know if that really shows you like them or you hate them. Well, but. <laughs> usually it was because one of the guys in the group would have been uh, snubbed by them. Yeah. So yeah. he'd you know, be madly in love with this girl and ask her out. She would say, no, thanks. Or he'd ask her to do a dance or something. She'd say, no, thanks. And so then the rest of the guys would rally around and we'd be like, let's go teepee your house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you remember this Just was stupid. The first time I worked here like a long time ago, you were here. Yes. I met Greg a long time ago. And we our boss, it was his birthday. And one of the girls who who did our middays, she baked a cake like they did in the office with everything in it, like a stapler, a tennis ball, just like the TV show The Office. I don't Do remember, you remember that. that prank? No, I must have left right before that oh happened. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're just not as fun as Holly Boob. I mean, I don't know uh, if you could ever beat that. That's a that's a pretty large scale prank. I'm let's always, be honest. I'm always working on my brothers. I'm still, I'm still. My brother sent me a photo yesterday of my dad where it looked like my dad was giving me the bird, but he's not. It's the way my brother positioned his hand in front of my dad when my dad's not, like, paying attention. Awful. And it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny. Because you see your sweet father's my face. sweet dad. Who is... loves you more than anything. More than any of the other siblings. <laughs> yes. You're right about that. And he has no idea that... My yeah. brother did this, and it's it's like it really is meme worthy. I was just gonna say like... that could be the new meme, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh! I saw this story and I thought of you. You did immediately. Yes. Did <laughs> this, you really? The story about moms dreaming of running away. 
and how that's not an abnormal thing. In fact, if you're a mom who has dreamt of running away from your family, don't feel bad. You're not alone. It's completely normal. It's it's a very normal thing. Do you know, I have to say, though, because I don't often, dr- I, I, I don't even think I ever dream of that except like the past week. Where I'm trying to talk to my <laughs> mom right now. on the phone, and, and the kids are like, they don't care that I'm on the phone. They don't understand that I'm on the phone. Mommy, I'm hungry. Mommy, I'm hungry. Listen, I'm talking to your grandma. Give me a minute. Mommy, I'm hungry. Like, uh, no, no concept. Your agenda is not as important <laughs> as my agenda. There's always a child rolling across me. Like a steamroller? Yeah, and, and we were driving the other day, and my husband, like, he looks at me, and I look at him, and I go, it doesn't stop, does it? It like, just the, doesn't The kid's stop. like, and I'm like, oh, my God. Does that happen in your car? No. But, you know, my daughter is older than the kids rolling around in the back of your car. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And there was a time when, you know, those those voices just keep going. If they're not talking, then they're singing. If they're not singing or talking, then they're crying. You know, like, it's just they're expanding that vocabulary and growing that vocal cord and doing the whole thing. I swear, though, I've never dreamt of running away. Like... Because of the kids, right? Well, I mean, maybe the hu- running away from the husband here or there. Meredith. But do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's actually a good sign because okay. the experts say if you do have these thoughts, they are normal, but normal un- for mothers who are really overly stressed yeah. and in need of, uh, of, of help. Okay. Uh, yeah. that, that's something like that some will illustrate you might be on the edge of yeah. breaking down. You need to seek a little outside help. Okay. Well, I do have friends that are like, man, if I could just get away. Yeah. Imagine the life I could have with like a new boyfriend. And well, I'm I like, think that's something different. <laughs> I'm like, Patrick Swayze's no longer alive. You can't have that. Get, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you telling these friends? Are you encouraging them? Never. I'm worried about you. I would never. I'm worried about them. I say, go and work on your marriage. That's what I say. No, you don't. I do I swear. You should be. Because you it's all about the kids. It is all about the kids. Well, but it's all about mom and dad too. Mom yeah. and dad gotta get something too. That's true. Yeah. You know? But you know, first work on that. And if it doesn't work, then do what you need to do. Oof. You know? Wait, how did this get so heavy on the I know, sudden? I don't know. Let's move this right along. Greg, why would you throw away your spouse? Never, ever. I mean, she'd have to do something really horrible. She'd have to cheat on me or something like that. Okay, okay. Why? Well, I mean, did you see about this woman? urging she's getting urged to throw away her husband oh well this was ridiculous yes and i think this is probably a fight you have because of the <laughs> <laughs> because of the way the guy here's what here's how bad his infraction was ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he put away the leftovers in the fridge uh-huh but he didn't do it in the way that people on reddit or whatever or tiktok or tiktok whatever <laughs> yeah. the site was thought he should and, you know, I mean, I kind of see what they're saying, but you don't throw well out your husband because he puts the leftovers, which are still in the crock pot, just the whole crock pot into the fridge. He just put the, the whole crock pot in the fridge. They I mean, got put away. They're being refrigerated. It's not the end of the world. I mean, the whole crock pot? I mean, you could take out that centerpiece, can't they? Oh, no, I guess you can't. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my god, That works for me. And if it doesn't fit in there, sometimes a little trick I've learned is if you turn the lid upside down. You know, because the lid's kind of bowed across the top. Oh, yeah. But it'll cover upside down. And it fits. And then it fits in that shelf. Why I don't not? know. Do I mean, it. my husband will take, like, 
pizza and not cover it and just throw it on a plate in the fridge. Like I would never do that. Oh, I've been known to throw the whole box in the fridge. Well, at and least my it's wife covered, comes right? over. Yeah, my wife comes over and goes, "You think that's going to stay fresh in there?" I'm like, oh. "It's only going to be in there overnight." Yeah, the box I think's good, but I get what. <laughs> I mean, I guess she's making a point too. Yeah, she wants it sealed up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know that it's almost the opposite though. Like if I put like the Splenda in the cabinet the wrong facing way. It's oh, like, no. he comes, my husband comes in and he's like, so who put the Splenda like this? And it's not my kids. We all know this. Right. He's trying so, to prove a point. So I don't know why he has to say that. Who put the almond milk in front of the regular milk? Oh, no. I mean, who would do something like that? And I'm like, you really need to. Don't you to think like... he's just teasing you? Oh, no. <laughs> he's very OCD like that. In fact, sometimes I might I like just turn it just to annoy him. But, <laughs> See? but there are Aha. there are things with your spouse that you would want to throw them away after. And it could be something as simple as putting in the crock pot in the fridge. I don't think Do you know so. What I mean? oh. my, my husband shapes his back hair and like leaves it on the ground. Now that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> he cares more about the almond milk placement than uh-huh. the back hair. Yes. I mean, come on. One of the people who was reacting just really quickly to that story we were just talking about said, I'll never understand the story about the guy who put the whole crock pot in the fridge, by the way, in case you missed that. And everyone's saying you need to leave your husband. You need he's to awful. let go of him. He, yeah. That's how he's putting the leftovers away. Uh, Get rid of that guy. Uh, uh, another responder said, I will never, ever understand men. Today, my 16-year-old was filling a pot with water with a spoon walking between the sink and the stove. Oh, my God. So you go to the sink, fill up the spoon, go back to the stove. Done. That is men for you but right he was there. Saying he's 16. 16-year-olds 16 are not thinking clearly. No. So Or as a 40-year-old man. Well. Okay, so. <laughs> we're just thinking about other things. It's not you know, that we're not you thinking know clearly. I need to urge my husband to leave for? What? Is that he takes my towel, my towel, oh. that I use. I don't just use it once. I use it, like, twice. Yeah. And then I go to use it in the morning, all in the shower already, and it's wet. Yeah, that's gross. It's gross. I don't like that either. <gasps> you know? We came up with separate hooks in our house so we know which one is which. Yeah. So we're not you know, changing them around. Because otherwise it's a shell game. You can't keep track of whose oh, thing is yeah. whose. You know? Oh, yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care what's minus his, which is wonderful. Well, here's how he can make it up to you. Okay. You know, Valentine's is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's your favorite holiday. It is love and romance and chocolate. A lot of guys don't need to have a clue as to where to begin, including me. But that's where we come in to help you out. Uh, you know, you've maybe heard kids say Valentine's Day oh, instead of Valentine's Day. I love that. It's Day. so cute. It's very sweet. Uh-huh. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a couple's watches. One for you, one for your sweetheart. Like a really nice... I mean, a real nice watch. Yeah, from Trinity Diamonds. and Or if you want to spend all of it on your loved one, you could do that, I suppose. Get yeah. them like a super nice Yeah, that's watch. that. That's what you should do. But wouldn't that be cool? A his and hers watch or a hers and hers watch or however you want to do it? For Valentine's for Day. For Valentine's Day. I love this. How are we doing this? When are we doing this? You're going to start to send us a little email. Anytime you're ready, send us a little short distance dedication about the person, the love of your life. Um, because we're all here in Tucson, so instead of a long-distance dedication, you yeah. know, we'll do it right here in Tucson. Oh, nice and local. Nice and local. I love that. To Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. Send us that little love note about your, your special sweetie, and we'll get you entered if we uh, read your special short-distance dedication about your special person on the air. You'll instantly be qualified. You'll become one yeah. of five people 
who could win his you and hers. Give me a little example, Craig, of like what you would write about your your no. your wife. No, I, <laughs> I need to spend some time thinking about that. Uh, she. What, what should the, I say, Mary? Give me some good words. Okay, I love my wife because she puts the pizza in a container and keeps it fresh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love my wife, the best part of my life. Oh, so you could do a little you poetry could do a poem. if you wanted. Yeah, I love it. However, you want to phrase it, whatever you think. Uh, is nice for that person to hear because yeah. ultimately you want them to hear it. I always, you want them to know it. I always say make it sweet, but also make it stick out. So we're like, ha, ah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. That could be a winning entry right yeah. there. Yeah. Greg and Mara at MixFM.com. Send us your short distance dedication just in time for Valentine's Day. You gotta be right now. Right now. Ready to answer your call at 775-0949. Catherine, go ahead. What's going on with you right now? I just released a book yesterday. Um, it's it's my fourth. You know, I'm a I'm a writer by trade, but um, this one is I think the most meaningful personally to me. So oh my yeah, gosh. it came out yesterday. Wait, you're here in <laughs> Tucson and you have a book out? Yes. <laughs> you do have talented right. people in our community, yeah. Okay, so tell us what your book's about, and is it super hard to get a book published? I mean, I assume the work is really mm. difficult. It's Yes, it's it's both. I'll start. The, the title is Stand, oh. and it's a nonfiction yeah. book. Yeah, this the time is right for, for a book like this to come out. And basically, it's a behind-the-scenes look at what really happens when we stand on the front lines of change and we we fight for what we believe in and uh, for me that's been equal opportunity for women Um, you know just very common sense that women should be included in everything and I think these days a lot of people think well it's 2021 of course women are equal oh my gosh no so many opportunities right exactly I I can't tell you how many times like people like whatever person's next to me if it's greg if it's my husband they're speaking directly to them like i'm not even in the room and it's weird you know but greg realizes so that's cool it's weird we do talk about that a lot uh-huh. uh, mara and i do because we'll be in meetings and stuff and yeah. sometimes they'll only be talking to me and i'm like my partner who's 50 percent of the show it's two of us yeah you know? yeah Exactly. That's We still have that in our culture, and it's so great to hear people speak out about that. And that's one of the big steps that we can do to combat that is just address that when yeah. it happens, you know. And uh, and it's really it's comforting to know that, um, that I'm not alone in going through this. And the more that we get that message out, people seem to be, you know, um, like, yeah, this happens to me, too. So, so wait a second. The, the <laughs> name of the book again, what, is, what did you call it? It's Stand? Is yep, that right? Stand. One big word. Stand, okay. and the subtitle is A Memoir on Activism, A Manual for Progress, okay, and I, you know what really ha- happened. I found it here on Amazon, and you've got yeah. like Gabby Giffords giving you a, a thumbs up on this thing. I feel so fortunate. Gabby Giffords and Senator Kirsten Cinema have both given their support to Stand. So now that you're releasing this book, this Tucson author, and and uh, are you now a rich person? That, do you get like a big advance from the publisher? Well, she does like you know which side? Where do you live? By Greg somewhere? 
Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Eastside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're just hoping that we can break even on book sales and maybe buy organic groceries this year. That would be really awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Is there, like, for someone who wants That's how to, you know you made it. Someone organic who wants <laughs> to write a book or publish a book, like, is there any, like, way, like, any tip yeah, you can yeah. give for someone? How do you someone? get started yeah. doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll say this. Uh, so, Stand is my fourth book, and the first three were published by traditional publishing companies. You know, the, the big dogs. Oh, the yeah. Industry. I'm, sti- I'm still not rich. <laughs> oh, man. And on this one, for number four, for Stand, I decided to go the independent route. And I have to tell you, already with the book just through pre-sales, et cetera, I am seeing a better return of investment than with the other book. Really? So I, Yeah. Yeah. We are just barely out of the starting gate. And it's already proving to be the best option. Um, it kind of, you know, it, it shows traditional publishers like, hey, guess what? You've got some competition. We can do this on our own now as individual writers. That's cool. That's so, so cool. That's a good thing. Okay, so we need to make you like a, a bestseller. Yes, uh, please. A Tucson oh. author, hashtag Eastside, <laughs> needs to go like top 10, you know, New York Times and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So the name of the book is Stan. And uh, listener Catherine is the author. What's your last name? My last name is Bertine. It's B-E-R-T-I-N-E. Okay. And I've got a website, Catherine but you can also <laughs> Google the book. <laughs> well, thanks for calling and sharing your good I news with this. us. Congratulations. Hope it all goes well. Oh, we'll look for the movie. There. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's the next step. Why not, right? Yeah. The movie. Bring on that movie. Why not? Stand. You got to cast us in the backdrop or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Strong women. Love it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We'll share that on Facebook too. Good morning. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. This is a good one. It's a meme I saw. Super inspired. But it's funny how we outgrow what we once thought we couldn't live without. And then we fall in love with what we didn't even know we wanted. Life keeps leading us on journeys we would never go on if it were up to us. So don't be afraid. Have faith. Find the lessons. And trust the journey. Ooh. I know. It's hard to it's hard to let go of that control sometimes. It's kind of exciting. That is, right? Yeah. Once you realize that you may not even know where you're going yet. And the best may still be out there to come. And I do think that sometimes when you try to grip on too tight... Oh, yeah. That's like, when it slips right through your fingers. Yeah. It's it's the worst thing that you can do. So if you could almost just release... I mean, I think about, like, when I worked at the Oprah show. <laughs> uh-huh. Shall we ring up? I know, ring it. There's our daily that mention I, of I, Oprah. I really wanted to be at this other position at that show. And, and, and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed so hard. And I kept getting these radio offers, like... Without even trying. Do you know what I'm saying? The world is trying to tell you yeah, something? so finally I just thought, what am I doing? Maybe the world has something else for me. And I kind of rode that, you know. You're still riding that, that wave. That roller coaster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> Let me tell you. But, but now it's the best part of your life. I mean, that's how I met my husband. Obviously. I was set up on the radio. That's true. You know what I mean? Oh my so gosh, there's, that's right. there's like a lot of cool things yeah. about it and, and some not so cool things. That you might not have run into if you had stayed in the trench that you thought you needed yes. to be. And don't you have those moments, too? Where oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how, how often in life have you gone after something? Maybe it was a new car. Maybe it was a new place to live. Maybe it was a different town. Whatever. 
and you worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and made it happen, and you got there and you went, oh, this isn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and that's uh-huh. when something else came into yeah. your life yeah. that kind of made you realize, oh, where my priorities were, where my intentions yeah. were, that yeah. wasn't the right spot. That was the wrong space. It's pretty, it's, it's yeah. weird how that happened. Yeah. So kind of just let go. Not easy to do when we all want to control things because we feel like we have zero control, you know? Oh gosh, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Who knew these were going to be such tough questions that we've stumped everybody so far? I had no idea, Mayor. Oh, my gosh. Not a clue. But here we go. We're going to have you play the game instead, Okay, right? I can't remember the questions. Good. But... <laughs> I'll ask him again. 94.9 Mix FM, our 652 Pop Q. Question number one. The multi-squillionaire who started Amazon.com is stepping down as CEO. He'll remain with the company as chairman. And the guy who's been heading up Amazon's cloud computing division will take over when he steps down. Who founded Amazon back in the mid-90s? Well, it's going to be Jeff Bezos, but his wife, Mackenzie, also did. Is that her name? Mackenzie? Yes. Yes. I mean, I think she's the real brains, but whatever. (laughs) He's the one who started selling stuff out of his parents' garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, question number two. Michelle Pfeiffer was offered Silence of the Lambs, but she passed. Quote, it was that evil won out in the end. I was uncomfortable with the ending. I didn't want to put that out there into the world, she said. Which actress took on the role of Claire? Hello, Clarice. Oh. Instead. I mean, is there no one better for that role than Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster is correct. I mean, she's a serious actress. Could you imagine Michelle Pfeiffer in that? Well, Michelle can can be kind of serious, but I think Jodie was the right choice. Up close and personal, I get it. All right, and question number three, of course you'd like that. Uh Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and the TV show Stranger Things are among the nominees for the 2021 Kids' Choice Awards, which will be hosted by SNL star Kenan Thompson. Which cable network channel airs those annual Kids' Choice Awards? Oh, Nickelodeon? You did it, Meredith. Congratulations. You and your big brain. Oh, my gosh. That was a last-second pullout right there. I just got that. (laughs) Only to go. Yeah. Yeah, the show will be coming up March 13th. It's 94.9 Mix FM. Are you feeling hungry? You want something to eat? Yes, please. All around the country and coast to coast. People always say, what do you like most? Now, I don't want to brag. I don't want to (laughs) boast. I always tell them I like toast. Yeah, toast. Yeah, toast. When prehistoric guys first drove from the drags, they didn't know what would go with the bacon and the eggs. Must have been an Einstein who got in his head, plugged the toaster in the wall, go buy a bag of bread, make toast. Yeah, toast. Yeah, toast. Yeah, toast. Well, I get up in the morning about 6 a.m., have a little jelly, have a little jam. Can't believe Screech is gone. Saved by the bell. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it was just a couple weeks ago we learned that he was battling stage 4 cancer. It sounds like he didn't know that he had it until they found it. No, I think one of his friends were like, hey, maybe you need to get checked out because I think his mom, you know, they have a history of cancer in their family. And then he went in and that was, I mean, that was it. That was it. Stage 4 is pretty bad, huh? Stage 4 is, yeah, it means it's spread 
from the original location to other locations. This is where, like, I don't ever want to know the cancer talk. Do you know what I mean? No, you don't. There's more there than you ever want to learn. I mean, but so young. So young. He was only 44 years old, and uh, we never met him. I never met him. But listener Melanie, Melanie apparently did. She's been holding on the phone waiting to tell us her story. Okay, so Melanie, tell us, you had an interaction with Screech from Saved by the Bell. (laughs) An interaction. I did. I... My sister and I went down to Fort Lauderdale in 1994 for spring break. Oh, yeah. And, (laughs) And my father somehow got a hotel for free. He got, like, this perk of having this really fancy, expensive hotel. Sweet. For free. It was like, I don't know, $600 a night. We were like, holy crap. And that was back in 1994. Right. And so, and we were like, oh, we are living a life, you know? So we went downstairs to the front desk and we asked them where to go, like, what's a cool bar to go hang out at? So we go and we walk in and we get a table and then, like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, is that Screech? And my sister's like, who? I'm like, uh, I think that's Screech. And he's like, who's Screech? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that guy from Saved by the Bell. And she's like, oh, my God, it is. And there's Ian Zering. And, okay, and there was like a lot Ian of Ian Zering was there, and, too? Yeah, that was the same night. This is like their Dude, time. Dude, I mean, yeah. yeah. You're hanging with the 902 Saved by the Bell crowd oh in the gosh. mid-90s. It doesn't get any better than that. It was definitely exciting. Um, <laughs> I remember there was like a lot of people there that I that were also famous at the time, but like then they were like one-hit wonders. Like that chick was there from, remember that show Step by Step? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wasn't like Suzanne Summers in that? She was the mom, and then like the Duffy guy was the dad. Patrick Duffy? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was the show. Oh my gosh. It was like obviously the Hoppin Place. And. <laughs> oh, no what did you do? It's like funny. I feel like it was another person, another lifetime, but I just went up to him. I was like, hey, what's up? I was drunk. Yeah, well, there it is. That's what I was waiting for. The liquid courage is what helped. Did you kiss Screech? (laughs) (laughs) A lady never kisses and tells, unless it's about U of A football players. Uh Oh, Oh, my gosh. There it is. It was a night. It was definitely (laughs) a night. It was a night. It was a night. You're going to tell us what a night means. I will tell you that it was really the one thing that was super funny was that he started talking. And do you remember, like, on the show how his voice would screech? like, yeah. And that's where he got his nickname. It would, like, crack. He, well, he talks like that in real life. So I remember him doing it, and I laughed. <laughs> I was like, because uh, I thought it was just, like, an acting thing. But apparently that's, like, really That's really who him. he was. Yeah. And he, I thought he was better looking in real life. But okay. it also could have been the Jack Daniels. So, you know, I, I don't. Was he a nice guy? Like, did you get a good vibe oh, from him? He was the nicest. Ian Zaring was kind of a d- but I've heard that he's, like, a nice guy. I felt like he thought he was bigger than he was. He was just loving all the girls, being all over him, and loving every minute of it. I am sure was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and Screech was just, like, good energy. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I did. I felt like I thought he was a really nice guy. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Very so, sad. Yeah, I was just going to say, so did that impact you when you heard the news about him this week? 
I mean, not on a personal level. Okay. I was like, no. I mean, I was sick. You know, whenever somebody dies, like, oh, that's so sad. He was so young. I mean, I remember hearing that he had a cancer diagnosis like a couple weeks ago or something. It was brand new. Yeah. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. It was definitely shocking. Yeah, I think we were all caught by surprise with that. Oh, my gosh. But how cool that, you know, Melanie got to run into him and do whatever she did. Yeah, thanks for sharing the story. That was pretty crazy. She's not giving, like, the goods, but she did send me some photos. You know, know. Oh, she did? Yeah. Are those the ones that are posted on the, the mixed Facebook well, page right now? that's the night where there's the chin, and she's like, guess this chin, and I couldn't figure it out. It was Ian Zierling's chin or uh-huh. whatever. Um, but, yeah, there are some photos I could post it up there with it. But yeah, and it looks, it's screech. Like he has gum in his mouth, his mouth is open, you know. You notice when you asked her if she would kiss him and tell us about it, she said, oh, well, and changed the subject real quick. Mm hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> Love is in the air, Mary. Finally, February is my favorite month. Love. Valentine's Day coming up. Exciting and new. Or exciting and old. <laughs> or not exciting and old. <laughs> well, maybe you need to jazz it up a little bit. I Spice up so. that love life. Warm that oven. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. The way kids love to say Valentine. I love that. It's, it's the most adorable thing ever. Sweet. So uh-huh. here's what we're going to do. You know, everybody likes having a nice watch. Oh, my gosh. I love a good watch on a man. Right? Uh-huh. It's a good look. Yes. Women like watches, too. I love a good watch. So his and hers watches or couples' watches, whatever your relationship is, we'd love to hear about the love of your life. Send us an email to gregandmare at mixfm.com so that we can get you in to win a couple's watch package, which is like one for you, one for your sweetheart. From our friends at Trinity Diamonds, Master Goldsmith, and Fine Jewelry. This is an $800 valued prize. I love this. Right? You get to go in and choose it. You know what I mean? Exactly. You get to pick the ones you like. We're not just picking something for you. You know, you could go in and be like, oh, I like this. Trinity Diamonds, Master Goldsmith, and Fine Jewelry on Oracle. They're up on your end of the world. Oh, yeah. I go by there all the time. Which is really nice. So send us an email. Just a quick little short-distance dedication. Something about the love of your life. And if we read your little love note on the radio next week, we'll start this Monday, uh, you'll be in the running. You'll, You'll be qualified to win. The $800 worth of oh. brand new watches in time for Valentine's Day. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about all the Tucson love going on. I know. Greg and Mare at MixFM.com. <laughs> right now, time for our our whole enchilada. Yeah. Creepy dickies. What does that mean? You know, they are on social media. You know, the people who come and put creepy comments mm. on your pages. Well, now Instagram, just like Facebook, finally has a filter. If you didn't know, you could put in certain words that you don't want to show up in your comments, like swears, you know, oh, swear really? words. Yeah. You know, if there's someone that you don't like, you could put their name on there. There's okay. all this stuff. But Instagram has this new feature. It lets you block the comments and emojis in them. So there's eight emojis that they say you should block because that's what creates all the creepy people to your page. Such as? The eggplant. Oh, people are gross. I don't know what that... Oh, oh, okay. The peach. (laughs) uh, The splashing sweet emoji. The mouth emoji. The three different smiley faces with their tongues hanging out. 
<laughs> and the drooling smiley face emoji. When people see that. I don't know if I've seen the drooly one. Yeah, offensive comments are to follow oh, from people yeah. you don't know. Okay. So all those uh, those men who asked me to be their friend. I'm sure you get this. If you're a lady of a certain age, like above 30, you're getting these like friend requests every day from someone you know, it may not be real accounts. Yeah. Let's just put it that on way. On the other side of the country, but they look like they're from here. And it says that they're widowed and they're always a doctor. Yes. You know? Very successful. <laughs> and they just want to be your friend, yeah. even though their social account just showed up 13 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, speaking of social media, by the way, there's a new study out that this is this is pretty interesting. It says your social media posts can predict your breakup about three months before it happens. <gasps> no, why? Well, they've found that in the months before a breakup, people start using more self-focused language. Uh-huh. Words like I and me and mine and start thinking about things less analytically, more emotionally. You get a lot of emotional posts and things like that when people are on the verge of a breakup. Uh-huh. So but just by watching what people are posting, you can get a sense yeah. about oh, three months I before it happens need, that it's happening. I don't think I need any algorithm. I think I'm pretty good at seeing that. Like, yeah. oh, this doesn't look good. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> people will be divorced for a year. I'm like, they broke up? Oh, my gosh. It's always shocking, isn't it? Yeah. You know, someone who is not going to break up, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, by the way, they're finding many ways to keep their kids busy during quarantine and during the pandemic. So if you're having trouble, uh, they say that their big thing, they've allocated the trash as crafts. So they have this thing called happy trash. And she said, go ahead. Mila said, go run with it. Have your kids take the trash and make art. <laughs> Which my kid kind of does that in her school. And like, then what so. do you do with that art? Uh, yeah, yeah. You put you it on the kitchen table. The rest of their lives? Yes. Yeah, you put that on the fridge? No. Uh, it's not going to happen. No, no, I like that idea. <laughs> One more for you. Uh-huh. Online sports books are always offering those, those random Super Bowl prop bets, you know, like which color Gatorade will get dumped yeah. on the coach yeah. oh, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's one this year that we've never seen before. Most of them we've heard over and over yeah. and over. The new one is which coach's nostrils will be seen first. Oh my gosh, this that's year's hilarious. Game. What do they call that man something? Like isn't that what they call that because the men always have the masks falling well, under stop. their you're trying to yell and the, your jaw keeps pulling the oh, mask yeah. off your face. That's hilarious. So far, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians is the favorite for losing his mask and it falling down off I, his face I, first. I don't know the coaches. Yeah. I need to see their faces. If I could see their faces, I definitely could tell who's yeah. going to be the bad mask wearer. Andy Reid is uh, also not a great mask wearer. Oh, He's man. the opposition there for Kansas City. But that's why the prop bets yes. happen. <laughs> it's 94.9 Mix FM. There's your whole enchilada. Coming up next, Am I Wrong? Wait till you hear this tattoo story. situation in your life, you hit us up with Am I Wrong? You can call us 775-0949 or email whenever it's best for you. Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. Jamie, or maybe it's Jaime, I'm not sure how his name is pronounced, but he emailed us on the on the down low. He says, yo, <laughs> I thought I was doing something sweet, but it sort of backfired. So here's what happened and tell me if I was wrong. Jaime says, I got my girlfriend's name tattooed on my chest for our one-year anniversary last week. Wait, they're not married? He says girlfriend. Okay. 
But when I showed it to her Sunday, she didn't really say anything. I could tell something was wrong, he writes. Then she said she had to get back to work, and she left. Uh-oh. A few hours later, I texted her. She didn't text me back until the next day. Something has changed, and it's messing me up. I'm so in love with this girl, I got her name tattooed on my chest, but now I worry she thinks that wasn't romantic. What did I do wrong? Don't ever get their name tattooed. <laughs> Haven't we learned from Johnny Depp? I hate to say it. A lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot of people do that. And maybe, you know, if it's if you've been married a while or something, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did what did Jaime or Jamie do wrong? Got his tattooed girlfriend's name across his chest for their one-year anniversary. Is that a good move? Is that a bad move? Well, it almost sounds like she Not might Not necessarily have... for him, but yeah. like for her. I kind of want to say that it almost sounds like she was about to break up, and then this dude has his her name across his chest, and now she's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? She didn't say anything, and then made an excuse about needing to get back to work. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And now he feels like something's totally changed. He doesn't know what it is. He's saying, what did he do wrong? Uh, Kelly, what would you tell him? Uh, it's a little too late. He should have called before the tattoo. Oh. Uh, well, he obviously um, thought that wouldn't be a problem or he wouldn't have done it. Well, even if she liked him and still wanted to be with him, a, a name tattoo is the kiss of death for a relationship. It is. You're right about that. Mm. And maybe that's so what she's worried about. Maybe she does like him, but now she's worried that it's like a bad sign or something. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I hope he came up with, like, a pre-idea of what he's going to do when they break up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, like, no, you don't want to think about yeah, that. Turn it into a sorcerer or something. <laughs> you know, you have to talk with the guy just in case. Oh, yeah, right. Like, if she, if she doesn't like it, can you make it an eagle? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole Winona or Winona, Winona. Right. Rider tattoo that Johnny Depp Johnny had. Depp yeah. he's, he's changed it, like, four times since then. <laughs> Uh, let's grab another call here, seven seven five zero nine four nine. Jennifer, go ahead. I act, I actually agree. I think that she was either getting ready to break up with him or she doesn't love him the oh. way that he loves her, and it clicked for her like he's really serious and she's not. Oh, my oh. Gosh. I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship where you're in public and they like they just want to hold your hand or something, and you're like, nope. <laughs> and that's a sign. Like that means you don't like them. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a real good yeah. sign. Yes, and so I think we've all been there, right? Where you just know it's not right. Yeah, Jennifer, thank you very much uh, for calling seven seven five zero nine four nine. See, this is where we get a little feedback. Yeah, yeah. Help you sort that out. I hate to tell you this, Jaime, but. It doesn't look good. It's not looking good. It's not. Yeah. And you know what? The sooner that you could recognize that, the, the easier it will be. And the sooner you can move on to someone who will appreciate you. Just you're going to have to do something with that tattoo. Yeah, on your chest. Yeah. And I do think, like, if you're going to get a tattoo, should you tell your person so they are not shocked? Because I had that happen with my husband, and I was not a fan. Maybe get a fake tattoo. <laughs> Of it, and then reveal uh-huh. it like you want to do. And if you get the bad reaction, yes. then you just peel it off. Yes. <laughs> and yes. if they love it, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then maybe you then do you it know. for real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just not the name. <laughs> Never the name. Anytime you want to send us an Am I Wrong scenario that you find yourself in, you can do that, Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. Greg and M-E-R-E, Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. Or call us. We're always here to answer your calls, 775 949 
from the casino. 10 after trivia today, we're talking about 30% of us who think that taking and enjoying this is no big deal, even if it puts some other people out a little bit. What are some of us rude enough to take for ourselves without thinking much about others? Uh, grapes in the supermarket. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. They're so delicious. But that's not the answer we're looking for today. If you eat them in the supermarket, you don't need to pay. Oh, Meredith. No, I'm kidding. I, would not, I don't even like grapes. Now, if it was chips, that's another story. Another story. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Hey, it's Greg and Mary. Good morning. What's your answer? I'm wondering if it's coupons in the mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> they don't they weren't there. to you, but, you know, yeah. they showed up at your place, so why not? Yeah, they don't even live here anymore. Yeah, it's you, ours. Yeah. You should use it. Listen. Yeah, it's like I'm getting the pizza, pizza discount, you know? Right. That's right, because most people don't ever use their coupons, so that's I true. say take them. What about the former magazine subscription that's still coming? Do you, oh. What do you do with that? You keep it. <laughs> I, I went to DSW with my old people's coupon, Yeah. and I'm like, well... It was at my house. Yeah. And I want these shoes. You so. didn't ask for it. Yeah, that's a great guess. We love that. But uh, I'll tell you, in this case, the person guilty would be asking for it. They would be doing something. They're very deliberate about it. Let's yes. put it that way. Yes. Okay. Oh, I have no idea, Ben. <laughs> well, that's okay. Thanks for playing this morning at 775-0949. I'm going to guess the vaccine. Oh. Thankfully, no, that's not the answer. It's not the. It's a higher percentage, probably. It, it might be. There are people who don't necessarily qualify based on what we've been told these days, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're either not old enough or not doing the right job. Yet somehow they've figured out a way to a kind system. of sneak in there. Yeah, a system. That's not cool. Which I try not to judge until I was trying to get my parents like a vaccine, who are eighty years old. Yeah, and it was so difficult. Yeah. And you're you know, like, at least if it's going to people like them, yeah. I'm okay with it. Well, and, and think but about if it's somebody being sneaky, that's not cool. We're trying to get the teachers vaccinated, right? And there's a lot of people who used to be, but they're still on some lists. Do you oh. know what I mean? Oh. So there's a lot of that type of stuff. It's a little going underhand. On. Yeah. But anyways, it's not that. What else, what could the, it be, Greg? The answer today, Mayor, three in ten people think taking a last-minute day off or a sick day the Monday after the Super Bowl is just fine. Oh, I... <laughs> We're not supposed to do that because I'm already. <coughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm dealing with? I don't even want to put that out there. I'm kidding. Don't be one of those people. <laughs> we go commercial free for your workday in four minutes right here on 94.9 Mix FM. Greg and Mary in the morning on 94.9 Mix FM. It's a great day to be alive, Mary. It sure is. I want everyone to know I just got a friend request from Jeff O. McGammon. Oh, yeah? Who is an orthopedic surgeon. No kidding. And widowed. <laughs> <laughs> and very handsome with a full head of hair. You bet. And where is he living these days? In Kuala Lumpur? Uh, this time <laughs> This time it does say Queensbury, New York, but uh <laughs> And every picture's a model photo? <laughs> yes. And do you have many friends in common? Oh, and here he is on a yacht with wine. <laughs> I'm sure it's real. Oh, my God. You, you is... need to accept that friend request. Oh, my God. <laughs> Greg, Greg and Mare. And Mare. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.